Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Kumo Majesty 9 Solus TA91. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. What are they made of? Cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical-grade nicotine. No tobacco leaf or stem. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco and want to join the Black Buffalo herd. Head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online and they ship directly to most states. Or check out their store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. What is up, my people? We're back. Three and Out Podcast. Two podcasts this week. Are you kidding me? In the middle of July, keeping content rolling, baby. I'm John Middlecoff, Three and Out Podcast. Thank you. Welcome. Welcome back. Uh, Glad you're here. Uh, Saw some things. Saw Chris Ballard talk with Pat McAfee. He said something that really stood out to me. Roethlisberger putting down the cheeseburgers putting down the pizza, putting down the beer bong. He's getting healthy. Have some thoughts on that. Some other NFL stories. Uh, We'll just kind of fire through Richard Sherman, Nikhil Harry. I kind of think the Washington football team shouldn't get a nickname, but we'll we'll dive into that. Then, of course, the Middlecoff mailbag at John Middlecoff is the Instagram. Fire in those DMs. Get your question answered here on the show. You listen on Collins' feed. I would greatly appreciate it if you would subscribe to the Three and Out podcast feed separate from his feed. Thank you. I need you to do that right now. Also, Apple iTunes, leave a review. I know many have. I think we're over 2,000 reviews. Uh, Keep them coming, baby. If you like the show, leave a review. It helps with the selling and the algorithms and this whole thing we're doing here in the streaming podcast world. Okay, I'm a YouTuber. Uh, Have multiple YouTube channels. Watch a lot of YouTube Big fan of the product. I can find a lot of information. Probably eventually be a YouTube TV subscriber. Cut cut the cord, you know. And uh, I subscribe to a ton of channels. And one of them is Pat McAfee. And anytime, most of us YouTubers, we throw up clips. Like if you want to watch 
the three and out podcast, I put it all up on my YouTube page, John Middlecoff, Pat McAfee. He has on guests. He has a good guests. They just kind of come up in the, in my algorithm. And I saw a picture of Chris Ballard's face. Clearly he had him on a couple days ago. I clicked on a little video and the video was based on Pat kind of, you know, hammering him about how he wanted them to trade for Julio Jones. And which, listen, if your team is decent, you wanted your team to trade for Julio Jones. There are 10 plus teams that it was like the Packers, the Niners, Seattle, the Rams, the Titans, uh, y- you name it. I mean, a bunch of teams were in the Julio Jones sweepstakes as well as they should have been. He's an elite player. And Chris laughed. You know, I mean, it's somewhat tongue in cheek, but also he said something that really stood out to me. And he, he told Pat, he said, People don't like the unknown. Whenever a general manager or anyone in life is like, says pump the brakes, we're going to let this play out, people freak out. And he was alluding to the people on his team. He was alluding to Michael Pittman and Jonathan Taylor, kind of saying, I think these guys can be stars, right? I think these guys can be really good players. And people are terrified of the unknown. Think how many people listening to this don't like your job or aspire to kind of run your own shop, but you're really nervous. And I would, I don't blame you for being nervous. I I can't stand on some pedestal and act like some born entrepreneur. I was kind of thrown into it. When I got thrown out of football, thrown out of radio, I had to do this. Now I found I'm actually pretty good at this. I do not get a W-2. For me to generate my money, I got to fucking hustle. And I got to make deals. And you know what? Over the years of figuring it out, I'm like, damn, not only can I make deals, I can make more deals than I ever made when I was a W-2 employee and I can make more money. But I'm not here pounding my chest like, you know, I, I wanted to be in the unknown. That was for me. I was thrown into that world and initially kind of liked it when I was making no money. And I kept doing it. But so many people don't change or are afraid to do other things because of the unknown, which is very, very understandable. And most fans, when it comes to their team, never want to let a guy develop. Why? Because let's face it, most of us are not patient. And for every star player, we've seen a lot of guys that never develop into anything. But when you're someone like Chris Ballard, you go, listen, guys, I think we all acknowledge I'm one of the better GMs in all of football. I know what I'm doing. And I've proven that last year I thought was a good example. I will be bold. I will, you know, do a quote unquote swing for the fences in my way, right? I'll trade a first round pick for DeForest Buckner and it's a major success. He became immediately our best player. We gave up pick. I think it was 13. That was a lot. Even I thought for having watched DeForest's entire career, Great deal by Chris Ballard. But he's saying, listen, guys, yes, I could have traded a high pick for Julio Jones, but I drafted Michael Pittman and I drafted Jonathan Taylor. And I think those guys are going to be really good. And yeah, there's some unknown because I'm telling you, I think they can be superstar players. Once upon a time, Travis Kelsey, or as he said on social media, Kels, was drafted in the third round. Tyreek Hill was drafted in the fifth round. No one knew those guys were going to become stalwarts and elite players and Hall of Fame talents on Super Bowl teams year one. No one knew it. Once upon a time, Julian Edelman was a college quarterback. 
Rob Gronkowski was a guy with a bad back coming out of college. Devontae Adams, famously, and I'll never forget this. I think there was a Monday night, he had a bad rookie year, and early on in his second year was not going well. Now, I I remember telling everyone that would listen, I will buy stock. Now, granted, I had inside information. I'm a Fresno State guy. Keith Williams, who's now coaching with the Ravens, is his guy. I've been hearing about Devontae Adams since he was like 16 years old. But any Packer fan listening know that the Devontae Adams you see right now, the best wide receiver in the league, people are not saying that his first year and a half in the league. Aaron Jones, their star running back, People were claiming like, hey, give this guy a big contract year one. Sometimes things take time. We have to be patient. We have to be okay kind of swimming in the unknown. And good GMs believe in themselves because they know they're good. And some GMs are just like, they're so egotistical, they want their guys to hit. Chris Ballard knows. I've been watching Michael Pittman. as I'm, I watch a lot of Pac-12. Michael Pittman's a stud. Jonathan Taylor is a star. Like, what if that's your one-two punch? You get Carson Wentz, you put role players around him, you got a good offensive line. It actually hit me. It's like, God, Chris Ballard, I love this guy. You know, it's weird. Like, he kind of comes, he's an Andy guy. I know Matt Nagy. I've never met him. I've never talked to him. I would love to, because whenever I hear him talk, I go, this is my type general manager. I don't think, maybe you do, if you're a Colts fan, realize how good you have it with this guy. But I I think sometimes all around the league, we struggle with this. The majority, I remember talking with a buddy of mine that's an NBA assistant uh, last year during the season. And was during this season. So actually, it might have been this year. But we were talking about James Wiseman. And I mean, he was really struggling. He had a terrible rookie year. And just the majority of rookies in general, basketball and football. Baseball is unique because you go to the minors. And no one wants to give anyone time like you got to be LeBron you got to be Shaq you got to be one of the Bosa brothers you, you know you got to be you know freaking incredible from the moment you start like listen I I've been critical of Baker Mayfield early on in his career I I didn't see it I might be wrong maybe it just took him a little longer maybe he's just in the perfect scheme he's going to be a really good player like not everyone is just going to start being a pro bowler and win the MVP like Lamar Jackson year two some quarterbacks take time listen I hated Kirk Cousins as a player. I have to acknowledge he's pretty damn good. Is he is he Brady or Rodgers? No. But is he better than like 80% of the guys? Hell yeah, he is. So sometimes we just need to take a deep breath and just let guys develop. Now, there are other variables that the coaching staff has to be good. The guy has to be talented enough. Obviously, in football, your intangibles have to be special. Your work ethic, your drive, your toughness, because you're going to get hurt. There are other factors. But, like, not everyone just hits the ground running. Sometimes not making a move and being patient is the right way to go. Sometimes going into the unknown is the healthiest thing. Now, the hardest part is just jumping in there. Because it would have been easy for Ballard to trade for Julio Jones. It really would have. He would have got... Everyone would have given them a big reach around. Genius, baller, they're going for it. But that might not have been the right move. Ryan Tannehill's ceiling is nowhere near Carson Wentz's. And we all acknowledge that Carson Wentz is a way worse player based on last year than Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill's better. But we know when he's right, they don't have much in common. Carson Wentz is a top five quarterback. 
has been. I'm not saying he recently, but he has that ability in theory. Well, we're about to find out. Where Ryan, you do have to kind of cook the books a little bit with him because he's not going to take a three randoms and take you to the playoffs. So they get Julio Jones to go with A.J. Brown and Derrick Henry. That's another guy. We had to have some patience. It was like, oh, Derrick Henry, bust. Now he's the best running back in the league. Take a deep breath. Let your general manager cook. <laughs> Big Ben Roethlisberger is changing his diet is changing his body. Think about this. Every human, in some form or fashion, it's, it's, the, it's our instincts, is preservation, is survival, right? Talked earlier about, you know, why so many people are afraid to leave jobs. No different than why so many people, the moment they think a job might be taken away from them, they do whatever they can to preserve that job. Stephen A. Smith said something about Shohei Otani can't be the face of baseball because he needs an interpreter. Really not that controversial. I don't agree with him, but I I didn't think he needed to give an apology. Gave an apology. You know why? He makes $12 million a year. You know what Stephen A. Smith will never do? Just want to give up that job. I'll promise you that. Just like anyone with a decent job does anything to fight for that job. Why? You don't want to give up your money. It's human nature. Now, in pro sports... There, there is a no, I would say specifically in the NFL, it's known as not for long. Guys get cut all the time. Quarterbacks, though, are somewhat outliers. Once you become good, you become, listen, we talk a lot about mob movies here on the pod, kind of like a made guy that, that you really, you can play for 15, 20 years. We see it now more than ever, right? These guys play for a long, long period of time. And most of the Hall of Famers kind of get to go out on their own as long as their team is keeps winning. Eli Manning, for example, you know, retired, but his, they weren't winning. But when you are Drew Brees, if Drew Brees wanted to come back, he could have come back. Bottom line, period, point blank, I'll promise you. And Roethlisberger, for the first time in his adult life, for the think about this, for the first time since he was drafted, saw his mortality. And I know this, I I lost a buddy uh, earlier this year. Maybe I've talked about it on the podcast. And uh, we grew up together. I was very, very close family friends with him. We went all through high school together, same age. We went to Cal Poly together. And then we kind of grew apart. But he, he, I'm not going to go into depth of what happened, but it was, it, it was rough. And when you lose someone your own age, when you are, I would just, just, I guess I can just speak for myself. When, you know, when you're in your 30s, I, I have thought more about quote unquote my mortality in the last three or four months than I ever have in my entire life. Now, I would say, you know, more in a positive way, like how I got to take advantage of every day, how I got to be extra aggressive in things that I want to do. Not like in necessarily a morbid way, but it's hard for, you know, negative thoughts not to come in. It's, it's, a, it's a powerful thing. Uh, it's the first person ever close in my life. You know, I lost I lost my dad a couple years ago, and it, it was easy to come to peace. He was sick. He was in his 70s. But when you lose someone in their 30s who you've known for 30 years, it rattles you. And it really makes you think. It, it, it really does. 
And I'm someone that has had a lot of life experiences. I've had people die, been fired, had a lot of things that happened early on in my age. That has rattled me more than probably anything ever, honestly. At least just from a thinking perspective. It really made me think. And most guys of Roethlisberger's level, right? The Brady's, the Mannings, the Breezes, they get to dictate the terms. But what happened to Ben Roethlisberger this offseason? The Rooney's kind of said, bro, if you don't take a pay cut, we're going to cut your ass. Who's, I mean, he has never, ever, he had Tommy John, his elbow fell off last season. I was like, oh, no big deal. He'll be back. Like he, he, he thought he was untouchable. And he went to not be untouchable. It makes you think. And this offseason, he's going on a diet. He's 39 years old. And it made me think of something. Kobe Bryant, who I had a love-hate relationship, started his hate. Now, I grew up a Sacramento Kings fan in the early 2000s, and obviously they could not beat the Lakers. And Shaq and Kobe killed him. And so I hated Kobe. But then as he got older, as I got older, and I would say in his latter years when he was a shell of himself, and definitely into retirement, I actually grew to really like him. And I'll never forget, and I wrote this down, after his final game when he scored 60 points, and he, 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 he might have said this after the game, like after in a press conference, but I, he might have said this on the court. He said, I want people to think of me as a talented overachiever. I was blessed with talent, but I worked as if I had none. If I could be remembered that way, it would be pretty good. That's what Kobe said following his final game. I want to be remembered as a talented overachiever. And I, I, I think... That resonates with a lot of guys, older players in the NFL. First and foremost, Tom Brady. Drew Brees just retired Drew Brees. Peyton Manning is another great example. He just threw out the first pitch at the All-Star game. Those guys, and Tom still is, got every ounce of talent. Drew is probably the least talented of the three, but even Peyton couldn't run, didn't have a great arm. Humanly possible out of their body. Forever. Not at the end. Not year 20, not year 17. They start doing that at like year three, year two, year five, year seven, and you just brick by brick and the habits. And talking with people in the, with Kansas City, that's what Patrick Mahomes does. Following Josh Allen's career, Lamar Jackson, the work those guys put in, the focus they put in to their body, not just on the practice field or extra throws after practice, the way you eat, the way you train, the way you focus on your craft. That is what the best guys do from the jump. Steph Curry and Clay Thompson. I, I, I've seen it firsthand. Roethlisberger never has. And listen, I'm not trying to act like Roethlisberger isn't one of the best players I've ever seen. He is easily in the peak of his powers. One of... I mean, honestly, on a short list, including Brady and including Peyton, if I just had to have one game in the fourth quarter tie game, you give me Roethlisberger, I'd like my chances. I really would. He's an all-time great first ballot Hall of Famer. In a weird way, a little bit of an underachiever, it almost feels like. Can you imagine if he would have worked like those guys worked in the offseason? Just on his body. Because he was already... He was given from the heavens a body unlike any of those guys had. He was thicker and he could move. And it feels like in a weird way, he kind of wasted it. 
You know, and that's saying for a guy that's won multiple Super Bowls, but just think about the last seven or eight years, like what could have been. And now it's too late. Like you, you can mix in some salads. Like for most of us, and if he was just living like a normal person, yeah, he could cut weight and he could look skinnier. But in the NFL standards, like you can't flip a switch with that. Tom's been doing this for a decade plus. There's no flipping a switch. Not at that age. Not not with that many bumps and bruises. And listen, the way he played, it might have only you know mattered a, a, a small percentage. But that small percentage with a guy like that, I mean, we might be talking about him as like, is he better than John Elway? Is he a top five quarterback ever? And listen, there's nothing wrong with being like that. There, there really isn't. I, I think Shaq is a good example of someone who was physically more gifted probably than anyone in NBA history besides like LeBron James, Will Chamberlain. Like he's on the short, I mean, you can put a handful of guys, maybe in like the history of sports. Did he work as hard? I mean, he's even admitted. No. Now, he, he was so physically gifted, and basketball is different in football, right? Like, Roethlisberger needs his coaches to be good, needs his teammates to be good. But Roethlisberger's been in one of the best organizations in the history of sports. They, they're one of the best drafting organizations. They have sweet coaches. They have sweet skill guys. They always have good running backs. Like, they, it doesn't get any better. They're great defenses. And what Kobe said, I want people to remember me as a talented overachiever. In, in a weird way, like, I, I think we're just going to remember Roethlisberger as, like, a talented gamer. You know, but if you put the word underachiever, and that's that's crazy to say for a guy with his talent, his immense talent, and his credentials and his resume. Like, he is not some loser. He's won. Everyone wins in Pittsburgh. But he's been, we watched with our own eye. I'm not taking anything away, but man, diet, why are you dieting? Because Art Rooney said, we're going to make you pack your shit. Here's the pink slip. Like, if you don't take a pay cut, That's usually too late. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn isn't just a job board. They help you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Did you know 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites? LinkedIn's the only one I use. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. LinkedIn is constantly finding ways to make the process easier. They even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions making the process even easier and quicker. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash J-O-H-N. That's linkedin.com slash J-O-H-N to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. 
If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about an American-made success story in Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. Black Buffalo's nicotine pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA for 21 and over adult consumers. Black Buffalo was built by dippers with decades of smokeless tobacco use. They believed the market wanted tobacco alternative nicotine products that offered the best of both worlds. Bold flavor, full pouches. What are they made of? It's pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves, food grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical grade nicotine. Most importantly, there's no tobacco leaf or stem. All proudly made right here in the USA. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco, and want to join the Black Buffalo Herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online, and they ship directly to most states. Or check out the store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. eBay Motors is here for the ride. You know what I remember about my first car? Is that the moment I got it, I wanted to improve it. Because like most 16-year-old kids, you don't exactly get a luxury automobile. So you look at it, you go, well, I need to add some speakers. I need to tint out the windows. I need to make this thing the coolest car possible so I can cruise around town with all my buddies, waving at the babes, and enjoy myself. So my favorite part of car culture when I was young was definitely the subwoofers in the back of the car. And uh, we built the boxes from scratch, had multiple 12-inch subs, and you could hear me coming from a long, long way away. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof racks, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Okay, uh, NFL stories. NFL stories. Let's start with a big story that happened on Wednesday. Richard Sherman was arrested. Uh, I would imagine by the time I'm recording this in the middle of Thursday, he's out of jail. But it was a pretty bad deal. And I, I don't know anything more than anyone else knows that they've read on the internet. I, I just know as someone who respects the hell out of him on and really off the field. Uh, I've texted back and forth with him over the years. Uh, big fan of the guy. I, I, I hope everything's okay. I, that's really all I can say right now. Uh, I, again, I'm a little biased on this one, but I, I, I hope it's okay. I, I also struggle. It's why, God, I mean, I, I it's weird. I would say Twitter is like my drug that I can't quit, even though I despise it. It's just the same rinse, wash, and repeat. When anything happens, everyone just shits on someone. It's like, God, can anyone just take a breath? Like, no one knows anything what's going on. You know, can everyone just relax a little bit? It's now it's part of being a public figure. And when you have something like this happen, everyone knows what's going on. But uh, I, I'm definitely not going to just shit on them here. Uh, if anything, I'm the opposite. I, I hope 
everything's okay, really. Uh, I'm, I'm a big Richard Sherman fan. It's, uh, it's, I, it's easily the best I can say it. Uh, Richard Sherman, the guy, as much as the player. He's a Hall of Fame player, obviously. Nikhil Harry. Uh, you know, I, I hate, and listen, I, I got egg on my face on this one. I thought Nikhil Harry was going to be a really, really good NFL player. That he was going to be like a Michael Crabtree type. The Crabtree that we saw with the Raiders. He's been terrible. Now, it's not all his fault. The quarterback play hasn't been great. Tom Brady couldn't stand him. Last year was atrocious. I don't know if he can catch. I hate it when bad players request request trades. Like, if Dame Lillard wants to request a trade, okay. Rodgers, I get it. Nikhil Harry, let's just keep our mouth shut. And I'm not even blaming him necessarily, the agent. The agent looks like an idiot. Like, come on. Come on, man. People go to New England and thrive. Your guy goes and sucks, and then you, like, demand a trade? Like... What, what are we doing here? I, I just, I want to like Nikhil Harry so bad, and I want to hold stock, but, and I never sell. I, I have a uh, stock motto. We only buy in the red, and we only sell in the green. So I never sell in the red. Ever. If Nikhil Harry was legitimately on paper a stock, I would 100% sell right now. He makes me, the whole thing makes me a little nervous. I don't quite understand. Does Washington need a nickname? Like, I know every team in all of sports has a nickname, but it actually does feel like in soccer, we just call it Liverpool or Manchester United or Manchester City. Why couldn't they just be Washington, D.C.? You know, everyone's like, they need a nickname. The Warriors, the Generals, the whatevers. Do they really? They couldn't just be Washington, D.C. or Washington football team? I actually think the logo, just the W, looks pretty good. Looks pretty solid. If I was from that area and was a big fan, I, I would wear a shirt with a W. I think it looks good. I'd wear a hat. Do we have to force a nickname? Like, you, you have to name your child, right? It's always, I've never had a child. Uh, I, I know it's not an easy thing to do sometimes. Sometimes there are fights over it, right? You can't agree on the name. But do you have to name a football team? Or can it just be Washington football team? Chelsea, Liverpool... Uh, you know, Barcelona, they, they, they do just fine. Last time I checked, those those franchises are businesses booming. Can't we just call it Washington? Washington football team? I I actually think it kind of works. Uh, the franchise tag guys, I guess none of them have signed. Uh, Chris Godwin, the star, star might be strong. Stud, probably be a better word. Wide receiver for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, not going to get a long-term deal. Allen Robinson, also no dice. I, I think he's kind of a complicated one. Uh, Marcus May, the safety. I, I I can't act like I've watched that much Jets football. The little bit I watched of him, I didn't think he was that good. But then all my buddies in the league were like, yeah, he's really good. And clearly, Joe Douglas knows what he's doing, franchise tagging him. I think it's hard with safeties. I know Jamal Adams had said earlier that he wants to reset the safety market. Don't totally blame him. It's like, you guys traded two ones and a two for me. Get ready to pay me. Uh, Marcus May, like, how much are you really worth? Again, haven't really uh, scouted Marcus May, but doesn't look like he's going to get signed. And I would imagine during the season, the media is going to be like, these guys are getting screwed. Like, Allen Robinson has probably already made $60 million. And this year, what's he going to get? $17 million? Like, he's not getting screwed. He's getting a lot of money up front, fully guaranteed, no matter what. Marcus May, uh, Godwin. I think Godwin obviously was not a uh, was a high pick. So, this like Allen Robinson's going on his third contract. Godwin and May are looking for their first big contract. 
I'm not sure what round May was drafted in. Clearly not the first. Godwin definitely was a second or third round pick from, I think, Penn State kid. He's probably not a kid anymore. He's probably 26. I'm a big Chris Godwin fan, but I think I, I don't, you know, can you have two 18 to $20 million wide receivers, right? Because Mike Evans gets paid a lot of money. Can you have two guys like that? You know, it's probably not the best allocation of your resources. So I get where Jason Light, who, God, I, you know, you just followed me on Instagram. I've DM'd him. I would love to get him on the podcast, talk a little shop, but I, I don't blame him for, you know, just try to play this out. And that's the thing with the NFL. And it, it makes, you know, the media really uncomfortable. It's very fan friendly. Like sometimes franchising tagging, franchise tagging the guy is the best move for business. And ultimately these teams are in business. And it's not that terrible for the player. It's like they're not giving them $2 million. They're not giving them way under market rate. They're literally giving them the top five wide receiver money. And he's not a top five wide receiver. So you could argue in the short term, that's a huge win. Okay, let's dive in to the people on the Instagram. Start with Adam Buttersworth. I like a good full name on the internet. Seattle Light here. I feel like there's an elephant in the room, but no one is talking about when comparing Brady and Rodgers and Russell Wilson. Tom Brady's cap hit this year is $10 million. He has consistently been the lowest paid starting quarterback, not on a rookie contract, for most of his incredible career. It's almost as if Russ and Aaron don't understand that they consume the additional resources that could land an impact Uh, the way for those players that they want and those positions that they desire improvement. I think we talk about it a lot. Tom takes a little bit less money to win big, knowing his team will invest it over the years, and he is going to cash out forever. And those guys, both Super Bowl champions, take the max amount of money humanly possible. 35, 40, whenever Russell Wilson does his new deal, it'll be 45, Aaron Rodgers, 50, whatever. And they're like, oh, our defense. And Tom's playing on, he signed a two-year, $50 million deal. Aaron Rodgers, $37 million this year. Tom Brady, 25. I know the cap numbers are different, but like, it's just, it's not a fair fight. <laughs> I mean, it's not. Now you can be like, middle cuff, stop counting their money. I don't care. I, I, I root for people to make money. I'm not some whack job on Twitter. I root for people to have success. I do. I want everyone to make as much money as humanly possible. But in this sport, there is a salary cap. And that salary cap limits the amount of players you can buy. And obviously quarterbacks, who are the most important player, as Russell and as Aaron are on their given teams, no one's arguing that, try to bend over their team in negotiations. And then they wonder why their team's flawed. Like, I, I don't know what to tell you. When they when these guys are making so much buku money on and off the field, like you couldn't make $28 million and make your $20 million, $30 million off the, off the field, you also are very, very marketable the rest of your life. Like, I would understand if it was like, middle cuff, you're asking him to make $7 million when he could be making 40. No. Instead of making 40, like... Would it behoove you to make 26? Especially like like I said with Dak. You know Jerry will do everything humanly possible. He was drafted in the fourth round. He's never made any money. 
He's done like 17 commercials, and he has been since he started. Cowboy quarterbacks make enormous money off the field. But when he makes $40 million, he limits what they can do. The separate conversation, not even a $40 million quarterback. Question. I see people posting stats saying Lamar and Mahomes have similar TDs, passer ratings. Does the eyeball test and playoff performance mean nothing anymore? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't even know. If, I, I wouldn't take anyone seriously to post that. And like I said, I've come around on Lamar Jackson. But come on. What, what, what are we talking about? Lamar Jackson, Mahomes? No question. Okay, I've been a Lamar Jackson fan since uh, he was at Louisville. One thing I do not hear people criticize him enough for is his pre-snap abilities. The ability to be a vocal leader and manipulate defenses like a veteran quarterback takes a long time and can only come with years of experience watching the tape and playing the same teams, players, coordinators over and over, like Brady and Manning. What do you think he can do to improve this part of his game? Do you think he's capable of taking a large leap in this area? And are there special tutors or training regimens for quarterbacks to improve this skill throughout their career? It seems like he still has the training wheels off. Well, here's the curveball in this whole question. Those guys did not have an offense that was built around them running it basically every other play. Not just the running back, but them personally taking off. So a lot of times their play action game, Peyton or Tom or whoever, is thinking like a quarterback. Where sometimes in the you know in the play action game or just a, a you know like an RPO type play, Lamar is just thinking about different things. I think it's easier to learn anything when you do it. If Lamar Jackson, the moment he got in the NFL, had just run four wide situations. Now I know they didn't have the personnel, but let's say Mark Andrews and Hollywood and you know they, they just used other wide receivers and ran four wide. Now that would they would not have been as good right, when he was young, at all. Now, but by now, maybe he'd be more potent as just a drop-back quarterback consistently. But their offense is, collegiate is probably the wrong word. It's just unique. So it doesn't really, you know, it doesn't equip him to do that type stuff because he doesn't do what those guys do. Even though eventually, in a big game, in the playoffs, you have to make passes on third and long. And when it is third and long, there is no fucking play action. So I, I think it's somewhat of a product of Greg Roman and the offense. Though, they would not have been as good the last several years without Greg Roman and the offense. So it's kind of a catch-22. I, I, don't, I don't think there's a perfect answer for this. Because what they are doing 100% worked. Works. It's just flawed in the playoffs if I can slow down your running game and make you a one-dimensional pass-happy team. The Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Mahomes, Josh Allen, Brady, Manning, obviously, these guys don't, okay, we're going to make us one-dimensional, we can only throw the ball? Good luck. <laughs> Let's roll. I'm planning on throwing for 400 yards. So it's it's tough. I think it's easy to kind of I don't. I don't know. I don't have a good answer. I'm not. I'm not a. I'm not a football coach. I think you, that's that's something truly that Andy Reid, Sean Payton, you know, McVay, Shanahan, I, they could give you Lincoln Riley, you know, got even like a Nick Saban could give you a legitimate, well thought answer. I, I don't have one. My only pushback is like I, I don't. What's he supposed to do? Become Patrick Mahomes in that offense? It's not even. It's not going to happen. Can sometimes. Like, 
I, I wrote this down a long time ago. I was reading, I don't know, some book, and it was just talking about like the wealthiest people always take short-term losses for long-term gains. But the overwhelming majority of people, and most of us, and even those people at point in times in your life are included, it's hard to take a short-term loss, right? And just think big picture. It's easy to say it. It's easy in theory. It's like academia. It's easier. It's easy on the whiteboard. Supply, demand. Put you in the trenches of the real world. It's like, can you hold off? Don't cash out that stock. Take an L. You know, in five years, it could be quadruple, but you need it. You're like, ah. Most people are always thinking short term. But can you think long term? And that's a balance. And it hasn't worked. It happened from a football perspective with Kaepernick with the Niners. Same deal. The difference is they tried to force the passing offense like by the third year when they were really good and it failed really bad. It was a disaster. So I, but can you live with a year or two? In the NFL, not for long is hard because people don't want to take short-term gains or excuse me, short-term losses. Would the Ravens, if I told them this, if they knew this, they would. Take a 7-10 and 10 season with just Lamar as a drop-back quarterback, have him stop running around, and in two years, he will be a dramatically better pocket quarterback. If I guaranteed him that, I think they would be open to it, but they, they'll just go, well, what if we do that and we suck, and then he never improves, and then we're stuck in neutral. That's always the, uh, the, you know, the risk. So again, I don't, I don't really have a great answer. What are your thoughts on the NFC West this year? It seems like every team has a decent shot at winning the division. I would say the Niners, Cardinals, and Seattle have a good shot at winning the division. The Cardinals, Cliff Kingsbury, I mean, he, he couldn't win at Texas Tech. Now he's going to come to the NFC West and win the division. He should have walked to the playoffs last year. And he couldn't make it. He lost the Niners with C.J. Beathard. I think he lost to the Giants late in the season. I, I, I do not think any way possible that the Arizona Cardinals can win the division. And I'm not disputing they don't have a lot of talent on their team. But if I was handicapping it, I would go 1A Rams, 1B Seattle, 2 Niners. And then like a distant, distant third Cardinals. I just, I don't believe in the coach. Quarterback makes me a little nervous too, but I'm way more leery on the coach than I am the quarterback. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about an American-made success story in Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. Black Buffalo's nicotine pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA for 21 and over adult consumers. Black Buffalo was built by dippers with decades of smokeless tobacco use. They believed the market wanted tobacco alternative nicotine products that offered the best of both worlds. Bold flavor, full pouches. 
What are they made of? It's pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical-grade nicotine. Most importantly, there's no tobacco leaf or stem. All proudly made right here in the USA. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco, and want to join the Black Buffalo Herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online, and they ship directly to most states. Or check out the store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. eBay Motors is here for the ride. You know what I remember about my first car? Is that the moment I got it, I wanted to improve it. Because like most 16-year-old kids, you don't exactly get a luxury automobile. So you look at it, you go, well, I need to add some speakers. I need to tint out the windows. I need to make this thing the coolest car possible so I can cruise around town with all my buddies, waving at the babes, and enjoy myself. So my favorite part of car culture when I was young was definitely the subwoofers in the back of the car. And uh, we built the boxes from scratch, had multiple 12-inch subs, and you could hear me coming from a long, long way away. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof racks, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, It's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Sometimes it's a struggle between buying what you want over buying what you need. But with the Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card, you can do both. You earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you can earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. Earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like those new golf clubs you've been eyeing, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a divot repair tool for after you've torn up your lawn. Let's try that again. Earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like workout equipment for your home, and then earn 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller to soothe your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are. With unlimited 2% cash rewards, the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash. Uh, I'm interested to hear your thoughts on the AFC North before training camp. Is it really a two-team division between Cleveland and Baltimore? Are the Bengals a dark horse playoff team? No. Are the Steelers unofficially done? No. Also, recent sports management graduate from the Ohio University, Bobcats, not the Buckeyes, any suggestions for breaking into the sports industry? I think the key on that question is, is what do you want to do? If you find out what you want to do, you want to get into media, start getting involved, YouTube stuff, uh, social media. Like, I, it sucks. I hate it, but it's part of the gig. And you can get your voice out there. Do you, I, do you want to work for a team? Like, do, do you want to work in college athletics? 
whatever you specifically want to do, find maybe five to 10 people you admire in the space that you may have an opportunity to even email, reach out and try to get their advice and look at their bio, look at their resume and try to do what they did to get where they got. Now, obviously times change and you have to maybe take a little different approach in 2021 than someone you admire that broke in in 1998. But I, what I always did was I just looked at people I wanted to be like. And I go, what are they doing? Like when I wanted to get in the NFL, I, I looked at GMs that didn't didn't play in the NFL. I said, how'd they get into the NFL? When I, when I wanted to work in radio, like who do I want to sound like? Now that I do this, I don't really care. I just talk. I just, I'm at the point where I'm just trying to entertain. Uh, but w- whatever you want to do, find the people you admire. And I mean, in a simple way, just kind of copy them. Now, you have to be true to yourself, but just find their path and attempt to do that. I would say the Ravens are still the favorite. Uh, I would say the Cleveland is one, or excuse me, the Steelers are 100% not done, but. You know, older Roethlisberger, I think, makes him a little nervous. And the Browns, it's crazy to say, feel like a lock wildcard team. Now, they could win the division too, but uh, yeah, I think it's a two-horse race. Uh, My Middlecoff mailbag question is, a diehard New York Giants fan, what should we realistically expect out of our team in the NFC East division this year? I think Philly will be terrible. Washington's defense is good, but starting Fitzmagic never ends well. And Dallas's defense was non-existent. Do the Giants have a competitive chance to win the division? I listened to uh, Peter Schrager and Sean McVay. They had on Joe Judge. Joe Judge, I mean, listen, I was hard on him last year when he made his coaches run. And maybe I was a little off. Maybe they ran on their own volition. I like Joe Judge. (laughs) Joe Judge gave a really, really good interview to those guys. Uh, Saban, Belichick guy, obviously. I think he's a solid coach. Now... He is a Tomlin, Harbaugh. Like, he's not calling offense. He's not calling defense. He's a special teams guy. But he's not even calling the special teams. So it's like he doesn't really have an imprint, even though he does philosophically. He's trying to be Belichick, which, if you listen to him, he is really, really impressive. It's just it's just hard to be that guy. Talent-wise, their offense has a lot of talent, right? They draft a wide receiver in the first round. They sign Galladay. Saquon Barkley comes back. You know, I just, is Daniel Jones any good? I don't know. That would be my question. Their defense is pretty solid. Division, you're right. The Cowboys, like, I can't take them that seriously. The Eagles aren't very good. And Washington could just be solid. The Giants could win the division if Daniel Jones is good. I think the question, though, is he good? I don't think he's bad. We know he's not really good. I just don't know if he's, like, below average. Is he average? Is he slightly above average? I couldn't even tell you. I, I struggled to even really have an opinion on Daniel Jones beside like, you know, I'd like to get him as a backup and work with him. I, I would not want him as my starting quarterback from what I've seen. And can Jason Garrett save Daniel Jones? I don't know. Because the one thing with Jason Garrett, like when he was the head coach of the Cowboys, like he wasn't the quarterback coach. It wasn't like he was responsible for Romo or Dak. I mean, he was part of it, but he was he even the offensive coordinator. Wasn't Kellen Moore calling the plays? How do you and Linehan before him? How do you predict the NFC West finishes this year? Uh, I know the Rams are the sexy pick, but are we sure that Stafford makes them that much better? Yes, Stafford is dramatically better than Jared Goff. The Matt Stafford they're getting based on last year, relative to what Jared Goff has been the last two years, 
is worth two wins. Like Jared Goff was not very good and they were winning 10 games. Think about that. Now, to me, the question is Brandon Staley leaves. They lose a couple pieces on defense. Is their defense, which was dominant last year, going to be as good? Like, can their offense be better, but their defense be shittier? Right? So they end up at just 10 again. 10-11. They're also very, very top-heavy on defense. They're like an NBA team. They got two superstars. <laughs> and they are superstars. I mean, Aaron Donald's the best player, and Jalen Ramsey's a dominant player. What happens if one of those guys misses a month? They'd be in some trouble. Then Seattle, the Niners. I, yeah, I mean, I... And again, I, like, I'm not a big Cardinal guy in terms of them winning the division, but I do not dispute that they're going to... I don't view them as like a four-win team. Like, I can see them going 8-9 and nine or 9-8 nine and eight or something like that. Uh, whether it's player or team specific, what are your top three things you're looking forward to this season, both college football and the NFL? Going on a honeymoon in September to Phoenix and Sedona. Can't wait. I just saw that LA... <clears throat> put a mask mandate back into L.A. County. And I'm pretty sure uh, that L.A. County is the biggest county population-wise in America. I think it's got like 15 million people. It just, you know, looking at this real estate, which, again, I- I'm not afraid in overpaying for, you know, Scottsdale real estate relative to the Bay Area. It's I don't even view it as an overpay. Though, relative to their market, it's just up 30 40%, which, again relative to what I'm used to, I I still feel like it's a steal. I'm afraid that this new mass mandate is even going to drive more fucking people LA to Scottsdale. So now that just that mass mandate cost me another hundred grand. That's 10% boom right there. It's like never ending. That's the first thing I think of like, Oh my God, I'm competing with the the politicians that are driving these people to where I want to go. Cause I promise you this, there are no mass mandate in uh, Scottsdale. But, you know, you got to be patient, though. I'm not, I'm not trying to rush and do a deal that I don't want to do. But I also really want to be down there. Keep up the great content. What are your thoughts on Xavier Howard being upset with his contract? Is, has he been upset, like, the last three years? Didn't they just sign him to an extension, like, two years ago? I, I don't know. I mean, I like the guy as a player. I think he's solid. But I, I fully, you know, to be honest, I, I don't f- keep that close to tabs on Xavier Howard and, and the Dolphins. Though, if he is available, I do think teams would want him. But it does feel like some players just sometimes get very disgruntled with Belichick guys. Why is it always Belichick guys? Players are always disgruntled. And I like Brian Flores. I'm not trying to blame him for this one, but... Oregon Ducks fan here. Does the NIL situation benefit Oregon or USC more? I saw recently that Thibodeau signed a six-digit compensation agreement with Nike recently. Wanted your thoughts. Also, Ducks plus 250 to win the Pac-12 as a lock. I think 1 million percent, it benefits the Ducks. You could argue the Ducks have as built in an advantage with this thing as any program in the country, Bama, Ohio State, you name it, Texas. They have Nike. Phil Knight is their guy. Nike in their backyard. They are Nike. Like that is their school. Phil Knight literally signed this kid. Now, what I, I've said it from the jump. Even if I was Nike, unless it's like, and they they don't really do this beside like individual sports and maybe like basketball, you cannot, I, I don't think it's good business to start paying kids at 17 years old until you know the guy's a good player. Thibodeau is a really good player, so it's easy to pay him. Now, if, if Oregon promises like, if you come here and you're good, Nike will pay you, 
That's a big advantage. I just, is Nike going to pay every one of their recruits? Maybe Phil Knight tells Cristobal, listen, you get two recruits a year that you can, like top guys in the country, you can promise a deal. Maybe that's the way they do it. Because you're just going to hand out seven deals a year to recruits. We know that half the recruits don't become what we think they're going to become. It's kind of a, a risky business. At least in basketball, there's just one, Zion, Cade Cunningham, right? James Wiseman. In football, it's like, you know, we signed a class of 20 guys. You don't think all 20 of those guys are going to want that that Nike deal? Now, some guys are better than others, but not in their own minds. Okay, last question. I'm very new to golf world, and I'm a little indecisive with choosing beginner golf clubs. Do you think it would behoove me to buy a set of beginner clubs or ransack Goodwill and see what I can find? And if you have a preferred brand of club for beginners, that would be great. Well, I'll be honest. I haven't been a beginner since like 1992, so I I don't really know where to get like what to do in your situation. What I would probably do is go to like Golf Mart or Golf Galaxy and see if you can get a used set of clubs for like 100 bucks, 150 bucks of Callaway, Titleist, you know, Puma, whatever, TaylorMade. And like, like I had a set of Titleist when I got my new set of TaylorMade a couple years ago. I, I have Golf Galaxy or Golf Mart right by my house. I sold the clubs back for like $80. Now, maybe they resell them, I don't know, for $150. But I think you can get a set that way if you're a grown-up. You know, that, that that's probably what I would recommend. Go to a golf store, see if you can get a used set of clubs from a major brand relatively cheap. That's probably the easiest. And then just figure it out from there. Appreciate everyone listening. Have a great day. And uh, and yeah, have a good weekend. Stay safe. St- have fun. Enjoy uh, these last couple weeks till we get a little football. Peace. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. 
eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 